0: Thanks for joining us here at Thrive Church. We're a church passionate about moving people towards Jesus. For more information, go to our website, www.thrivechurch.co.za. Morning, church. How are we doing today? You may be seated. Okay, truth be told, who ate too much over Christmas? Just have a look. I look so good because I eat so good. Welcome. Welcome, balcony. Good to see you guys in the balcony. Give me a wave if you're there, if you're awake. Wonderful. Well, Pastor B and Pastor Candace are down in Sedgefield. They send their regards and they send God's blessings and all the good wishes for the new year. Have you come expectant this morning? Well, if you know... I always start with a joke. So these two little six-year-old boys are sitting in the waiting room going in for an op at the hospital, and they were quite nervous. And so the one turns to the other and says, what operation are you going to have? And he says, I'm going to have my tonsils removed, and I'm very nervous. And the other one says, ah, oh, don't worry. They put you to sleep, and then when you wake up, they give you ice cream and jelly, it's not that bad and the other one said and what are you going to have he says I'm going to have a circumcision and I'm nervous and the other one said to him you ought to be I had it when I was born and I never walked for a year sure So can you believe it's the last Sunday of 2018? Daniel is fast. Anyway, let's stand and we're going to pray. And I want, want you to put your one hand on your mind and the other one on your heart as I pray for you. Let's stand together so that we do this in an act of faith. Father, we come to you this morning in the precious and the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you that we can be found in your house. Thank you that we can be found in your presence. Thank you for your divine protection throughout this year and bringing us to this place. And Lord, today I pray that you will give us wisdom and revelation. That we will know Jesus better. Lord, open our minds, open our hearts to be receptive to what you want from us this day and for this coming year. And we ask all these mercies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So I'm going to be preaching on giving thanks with a grateful heart. So a university student wrote a startling letter to her parents that read like this. So I want you to imagine that this is your daughter at university, and you get this letter. And she writes, Dear Mom and Dad, I have so much to tell you. Because of the fire in my room set by the writing students, I suffered lung damage and had to go to hospital. While there, I fell in love with one of the staff." Then I got arrested for my part in the riots. Anyway, I'm dropping out of university, getting married, and moving to Alaska. Then she writes the PS. None of this really happened. But I did fail my chemistry exam. (laughs) And I wanted you to keep it in perspective. So we might question the student's method of breaking bad news to her parents, but her approach highlights a truth. Proper perspective is essential for life. So many times we focus on that bad, but we don't have the proper perspective of what's happening around about us. I bet her parents were extremely thankful that none of those things happened, and only one small thing was the failure of her chemistry exam. So every year, as a family, on Old Year's night, New Year's Eve, we, we normally get together, whoever's around, and we take time to have a meal together. And as a family, we sit down afterwards and we take time to thank God for what he has done for us throughout the year. And we know that there were many tough things and tough situations that came our way through the year. But we took our focus on being thankful for some of the things that God had given us. And so everyone in the family who is there has to share some of the good things that happened in their life. It's like Thanksgiving in the United States, except we do it on New Year's Eve or Old Year's night in preparation and thankfulness for what God had done for us over the past year. It's good medicine to look back and thank God for what he has done over the year. And so you... A part of my family. You are family. And so it's nearly New Year's Eve, and on your chairs you will find a give thanks card, which I want you to take in your hands. And on the side of your chairs you'll find a pen. And as a family, we're going to take a few minutes to look back. And to give thanks for some of the blessings that have happened in our lives. And those blessings could be spiritual. You could thank God that you read your Bible every day for the year. You can thank God for uh, coming to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior this year. Or being baptized or being part of a life group. There's so many spiritual things you can be thankful for. You can be thankful for health for healing. You can be thankful for a sound mind, a a mind that works for God's good. You could be thankful for some of the financial situations, how you got out of debt. You might have bought a home or bought a car or paid off a car. Be thankful for a job, for income, for your family, for your children, that they serve God. So there's so many things we can thank God for. Thank God that your children are not on drugs or gone off the rails. Socially, you're able to impact others. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to take time to write this down. But while you're writing this down, and you're going to keep this for yourself, we're going to play this video. You can look up at it now and then, but listen to the words. But write down some of the things that you are so thankful for. Can we do that, church? Amen. Did you get manage to get something down? One of the things I wrote is, I'm thankful for each and every one of you. You're such a blessing to us here. So those are some of the areas that you can write down. But on the reverse of your card, won't you take the reverse of your card? And you'll find two wonderful passages of Scripture And what we're going to do is we're going to read this together as a church. And the first one comes from Psalm 100, verses 1 to 5. And it's a psalm for giving grateful praise. Shall we go on the count of three? One, two, three. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise His name, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And then 1 Thessalonians 5:16 to18, "Rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will, Christ Jesus. Amen. Wonderful scriptures to keep us with an attitude of thankfulness. And so what I've decided this year, is, which I do every year, is I get myself a daily bread. And so this gets me into the habit of doing something Every day, because there 's a page a day, and on this in this book, we have a scripture reading for the day or for the year you could follow bible plans there 's some inspiring stuff, and then I take my card and I put it in as a bookmark, and I memorize that every day because I want to develop an attitude of gratitude. so I encourage you, get one of these, and it'll keep you. Every day doing, growing, growing, and growing in Christ. And at the end of the year, you would have achieved some amazing goals. Are we good? You'll find some of these in the resource center. Go and help, go and see there and get yourself one and put your card in there. And let me encourage you to memorize that scripture. Memorize it because when you're going through tough times, and you want to complain, that scripture will come back to mind, and we're going to give thanks in all circumstances. Amen. Okay. So now comes the tricky part of the exercise. How can I maintain a grateful heart for 365 days a year? So I'm going to show you how you can be thankful Every day of the year. Are you ready? So take some notes. As Pastor B says, those who take notes get to heaven quicker than those who don't. So what I'm going to share with you, I'm going to share some nuggets from my life. And I trust they will impact you and influence your life. So everything in life starts with a thought. We are today what we have been thinking about yesterday and last month and last year. So let me share one of my stories when we first came to know the Lord of one of the thoughts that came into our minds. So we were part of a church, a Canadian church that was in Benoni, and we served in the church, and the pastor went back to Canada, and the church closed and we stored all the equipment. We stored their piano in our family room and the rest of the equipment. And so every week, this was about 1983, 82, we, every week we go in, we dust the piano, and we keep it clean. We're looking after this piano. We don't know what's going to happen to it. And then the thought <coughs> arised. And I said to Kathy, I said, why don't we send Pam and Colleen for music lessons. We've got the piano. Let's send them for music lessons. And who knows? One day I might be a pastor, and they will be playing in the church. (laughs) 1982-83. A thought. So we followed through, and we sent them for music lessons, even though they were not too happy about it. And so after Candice and Kim were born, they also went for music lessons. In 1994, we arrive in Boxburg in the little shopping center as the new pastors. And that night, guess who's playing the piano? Pamela. Wow. Twelve years later, this thought matured. God knows your heart, He knows your thinking, He knows what's going through your life. So our thoughts are very, very important. Subsequent to that, Colleen, Candace, and Kim have all played the piano in the church. And now my grandkids are in <clears throat> my grandkids are playing. Tyler on the piano, Carl on the guitar. So your thoughts are very, very important to God. How good is that? Eh? Sure. So so we're going to show you a diagram it's going to come on the screen So our minds are like a projector what we put into our minds will come out on the screen of our lives So if we put garbage in guess what's going to come out garbage So whatever we put into our minds will come out on the screen of our lives. So whatever we think about, read about, watch, meditate on, will manifest on the screen of our lives. Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, if your thinking is stinking, your life will be stinking. But if your thinking is good, your life will be good. So, if you're not happy with what you're seeing on the screen of your life, we need to look at what we're putting into our minds. Some people have been brought up in violence abuse, wickedness, alcohol, drugs, and every kind of thing, and then you want to know why did their lives work out the way they did? But on the opposite hand, some people have been brought up in the way of the Lord. Bring up a child in the way of the Lord, and when they're old, they will not depart. So get rid of all negativity Get rid of the negative C's, there are three negative C's, and it's condemning, it's criticizing, and it's complaining. Get rid of those three C's, and replace them with the positive C's, which is compassion, courage, and commitment. So someone taught me this many, many years ago. It's a very simple thing. It says, for things to change, you've got to change or else they're not going to change. So we've got to change in order for things to change. If you don't like the screen of your life, change what you're putting into your mental factory. Change it. Let's read what the Apostle Paul wrote In Philippians 4, verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. You know, that's easier said than done. It's easier said than done. So this is an amazing scripture that everyone should memorize until it becomes part of our mind and reflects on the screen of our lives. Very important. So I'm gonna show you another diagram which I used in the Next Step School. So some of you are familiar to this. And it's the familiar, it's the diagram of the hand and how to get hold of the Word of God and allow the Word of God to change our thinking. So when we look at that hand and we look at the pinky, and it, we see that when we hear the Word of God, like you're hearing today, it strengthens our faith. But unfortunately, we only retain 5 to 10%. By Wednesday, most of you would have forgotten what I preached. Because we only retain 5 to 10%. When we hear the God, Word of God, although it strengthens our faith, we need to hear the Word of God. Very important. The second thing is we need to read the Word of God. Because when we read the Word of God, it cleanses us. The word washes, it's the washing of the word. And so when we read, we retain 20 to 30%. Now, many a time I read my Bible and then I go halfway down the page and I say, what did you just read? Happened to anybody? It's like going, zoom, right through, right through. And then I've got to reread it again because I want to understand the context of what I'm doing. So, when we hear, it strengthens our faith, but retention is low. Clean, and when we read, it cleanses us, the retention is 20 to 30 percent. But when we study the Word of God for doctrinal accuracy and personal conviction, the moment we start studying anything, we get 60 to 70 percent retention. So when we send our kids to study and they come back with results, 60 to 70% because they studied, not just heard, not just read. But then it gets better. When we memorize the Word of God, we memorize it for personal victory. Personal victory. And when we start to memorize Scripture, we retain 90 to 100% of what we memorize. And so I still try and exercise this old brain of mine to keep memorizing. It takes a little bit longer, but just keep on. Repetition, repetition is the motherhood of learning. Just keep repeating until it gets there. Wherever you want it to get, let's get it there. So we get victory when we memorize. But fruitfulness comes from meditating on the word of God. Taking the word of God and meditating, allowing it to penetrate, to meditate on it. Think about it, pray about it, memorize it. Let it soak into your spirit. Because when it comes in, it's going to come out on the screen of our lives. So what are we putting in? will come out on the screen of our lives. So we need to start putting those five aspects into our lives and we become fruitful. Look at the word of God and what it says in Joshua 1 verse 8. This is a command that Moses gave Joshua. Do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Anybody here want to be prosperous and successful? One, two, three. OK, we all want to be prosperous and su- successful. Meditate on God's word. Let it penetrate every day of your life. Sure. So as we think and meditate on God's word uh, with thankfulness, we're doing this with thankfulness. So when we pray, we pray for something. And thereafter, we thank God for that. We keep thanking him for what we have prayed for. Thank you. Write this down, and then I'll explain it to you. So a thought... Reap an action, sow an action, and reap a habit. Sow a habit, and reap a character, and sow a character, reap a destiny. Let me explain it. So our thought is thankfulness. Lord, I want to be thankful every day of my life. Quite a a thought, quite a thing. So how do we do that? So I'm going to be thankful. And so that is a thought. The thought is 2019 is coming, and I want to be thankful every day of 2019 throughout the day. Quite a challenge. Quite a challenge. So that's the thought. And so when I've memorized Psalm 100 and And 1 Thessalonians 5, the moment I get going, oh, I'm going to give thanks. Thank you, Lord, I found a parking. Thank you, Lord, I got to work on time or whatever you're thanking God. So you keep a mind of thankfulness. And so the thought is thankfulness, the action, we do it. Action is something we do. And when we continue to do this action for 21 days and more, it becomes a habit. And it's so easy for us to develop bad habits. So why not let's try and develop good habits. Keep yourselves accountable to each other, husbands and wives and kids. Whenever something negative comes out, we start looking for the... Positive, thankfulness, from a heart of thankfulness. And so the action then becomes a habit. And that habit, when it permeates, it starts to change our character. Sure, he's a person that's always thankful. He has a character of thankfulness. And then it goes one step further It becomes our destiny. It becomes our destiny. So look at the screen again, and you'll see the picture. We see that thoughts result in destiny. It's a journey. Our thoughts will result in our destiny. What do you want your destiny to look like? So it does not happen overnight. It is something we have to do every day, all day, all the time. So if you want the screen of your life to reflect thankfulness, then you need to keep putting in thankfulness. Another one of my sayings that I often use, nothing worthwhile is easy. So this is not easy But it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. Look at your life. Nothing worthwhile is easy. Because if it was, everyone could do it. Not easy. So one of my other sayings, and I'm throwing them at you today, because I hope it will carry you through this year. So we're going to think, I want to be thankful. This is my job, 2019, to be a thankful person. So here we go. If a job is once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. So let's take this thankfulness and let's do it well. Because what's going to happen when we start to live a life of thankfulness? We're going to influence the lives of people around us. And we make it a job. We make it something. When someone comes up with something negative and there's lots of negative things out there, combat it with something. Thankfulness or gratefulness. And watch how you change the atmosphere. Watch how you change the people around you because you become an influencer, getting people to become more thankful in what they're doing. So as we are about to embark on 2019, what do you want the screen of your life to look like? So whatever you want it to look like, you need to be thinking such things. We need to put these thoughts into our mental factory so that it manifests on the screen of our life. And the best way to change the screen of your life is with your mind and with the Word Of God. Change your mind with the word of God. The word of God changes it. Start your day with thankfulness. Psalm 118 verse 24. Let's read it together. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now that was fraught. It doesn't sound like you're rejoicing in today. Okay, let's say it like we mean it. And let's speak it out from the depths of our heart. Shall we go again? This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's better. So when you get up in the morning, don't do it this way. This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, say it like you mean it and speak it from the depths of your heart and let it come out with enthusiasm so that we can change our attitude. Develop an attitude of thankfulness throughout the day. You can take the book of Psalms from Psalm 100 and read them out aloud, and that this way you will start your day. On a road of thankfulness. So the question is, are we going to have an attitude of gratitude or what? So I'll tell you another story, and I often use this when I'm counseling people. It's the story of a monkey and a giraffe, and so the zookeeper gets hold of the monkey and he calls him in and he says, Mr. Monkey, I have an assignment for you today. And here is a whole bunch of garbage bags. And your assignment is to go throughout the zoo and pick up all the garbage you can find throughout the zoo. And be back at four o'clock and just pack the bags wherever you go, fill them and put them aside and bring what you can back. And then he calls the giraffe, and he says, Mr. Giraffe, I have an assignment for you too. And the assignment is he has a whole bunch of baskets. Go throughout the zoo and collect all the flowers you can find in the zoo and be back here at 4 o'clock. So 4 o'clock, here comes the monkey dragging all the bags of garbage, and he comes back and he says to, to the zookeeper, Mr. Zookeeper, this zoo is so filthy. These humans, they have no respect for our zoo. They drop these papers and tins and stompies and they mess and they litter. Wherever they go, they don't even use the garbage bins. They've got no respect. I did not realize that our zoo was so filthy. These humans are disgusting. A little later, the giraffe comes in. It's got flowers galore, flowers, flowers. And he says, Mr. Zoo, Mr. Zookeeper, this zoo is so beautiful. Wherever I looked, I saw flowers. I did not realize we had so many flowers in the zoo. There were carnations and roses and lilies and there were just flowers. Every, I've picked as much as I could and there are so many more to be picked. I did not realize that our zoo was so beautiful so the moral of the story is are we going to be a monkey or a giraffe because whatever we're looking for we will find if we're looking for the garbage we will find it if we're looking for the flowers and the good things in life we will find it So make it a resolution that 2019 will be a year where we're going to look for the good. We're going to look for the flowers. We're not going to dwell on the garbage. So when we decide to look for the flowers and the good, we will begin to live a life of thankfulness in every situation. And we know that we don't live in a perfect world, but we can work on our attitude of thankfulness. So your attitude towards life will determine life's attitude towards you. Look at Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So today, if you want to make 2019 a year of thankfulness and you want to do your best to live a lifestyle of thankfulness, I'd like to pray for you. Why don't you just slip up your hand if you want to make 2019 that year of thankfulness. I see hands everywhere. I'm sure it's every one of us. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this message that we can share at the end of this tough year. And so God, we look forward to 2019. And I pray for every person here, including myself, that 2019 will truly be a year where we will develop a lifestyle of thankfulness that will begin to put into our mind the things of God. And as we put the word of God in, as we put the good in, it will manifest on the screen of our lives. And so I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen every person here. That every person here would be strengthened to make 2019 a year where we would be thankful. Lord Jesus, help us. Guide us through your Holy Spirit. Give us the courage to do this. And bless each one in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I've got you. Let's read the next thing together because this will help you. It's called Strength of Character. You've all made a good resolution today. Let's read it. Strength of character is the ability to carry out a good resolution long after the mood in which it was made has left you. So we've all made that resolution in a good atmosphere and a good mood. But come one week down the line, when things start to happen and 2019 takes its shape, how will our strength of character be? So I want you to write that down somewhere. And every day when you'd feel, ah, you read that. Carry out a good resolution. This is a good resolution. Long after the mood in which it is made has left you. Okay. Okay. Now I want to address a certain group of people here today. So I'm going to ask you all to bow your heads. Close your eyes. Let's revere the moment. I know there are people here today who may not have given their lives to God, who may not have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, who may not be sure of eternity in heaven with Jesus. Your future is uncertain. So if you're here today and you're not sure of eternity in heaven, you're not sure of your salvation and you want to make right with God, you want to give your life over to God. You see, you cannot live a life of thankfulness without God in our lives. And so you want to accept Jesus to come into your heart and into your life as your personal Savior so that you can live the life of thankfulness. You can thank Jesus for what he had done for us, for the salvation and the eternal life that he paid for mankind. And we have this choice to accept or to reject. And in order to make 2019 a year of thankfulness, it is so important to open our hearts, open our lives, and invite Jesus to come in as Lord and Savior and to help us navigate our way through 2019 as a year of thankfulness. And so we cannot face 2019 without Jesus as our Lord and Savior, as the one who's going to help us and direct us into eternity. So if that's you today, and you need to commit your life to Jesus, and at the same time there might be another group of people who once served Jesus but have backslidden and gone their own way, and you want to make that Recommitment to God today. So, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you quickly to slip up your hand. I'll have a look at it and then I'm going to pray for you afterwards. So, if that's you on the count of three, you want to commit your life to Jesus, you want to recommit your life to Jesus, won't you slip up your hand? One, two, three. Quickly, just raise your hand. I see hands over there. God bless you. Just keep your hands going up so we can see who you are. Just raise your hands over there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you at the back there. Up in the balcony, I see some in the balcony all over the church. Just keep raising your hand right now because I want to pray for you and I want to lead you in a prayer right now. Just keep raising your hands up there in the balcony on my left. Put your hands up there. Thank you so much. On the right, up in the balcony, thank you so much. To the bank on my right, just quickly raise your hands again. God bless you. The center banks over here. Thank you. I see hands all over. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and I'm going to ask the whole church to join in as we make this recommitment for 2019. Will you pray after me? Dear Heavenly Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, I will be saved. Thank you, Father, that you raised Jesus from the dead. Dear Jesus, I humbly open the door of my heart to you and invite you to come into my heart and into my life as my personal Savior. Please have mercy on me a sinner I believe that Jesus Christ died in my place was raised from the dead and is alive forevermore Father forgive my sins and I in turn forgive those who sinned against me I repent and renounce my sins And cleanse me with the precious blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for making me a child of God. And writing my name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. This message was recorded live at Thrive Church. We hope that it inspired you to move towards Jesus.